I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Oh, behave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Are you ready? Hi, guys. Welcome to another Good Females Unfiltered. Tatiana's back. Hey. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be back. How you been? We're good. We're doing good. A lot of moving around. Um, okay. But we're back in town. Okay. We're excited to be here. Oh, yeah. You were in NYC. Yes. And How Vancouver. Oh, and Yes. How was that? New York was great. Got to see friends and family. It was nice to be home, you know. I'm so shocked to even say this, but I miss the cold a little bit. Oh, I, I do. do. I always like, miss cold weather. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love sunshine. I love LA. It's sunny and it feels great. But yeah. I mean, there's something about that shift in, in the season that like makes you feel like the holidays are coming. Yes. And like that, it's just like warm and homey. I miss that a lot. Um, I hear you. And Vancouver was great. It was like high for most of it. Love. And it was just a beautiful city to be in. Very, very, it's so scenic. There's just beautiful, beautiful parks and uh, nature. It was just amazing. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I feel like I was going to ask you, did you have like a favorite thing this week? Or like... Oh, what? yeah. So yeah. I would say my favorite thing this week was biking through Stanley Park in Vancouver. That was so Aww. fun. That was so fun. We, me and my girlfriend, we rented some bikes. We went around like the the very end of Vancouver. It's like uh, it's like an archipelago. So it's cool. Yeah, you get to see the water and in nature and there's raccoons popping at you. It's oh, a little bit that. terrifying, but it was beautiful. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Yes. My favorite thing this week was um, Sunday was the Quality Fashion Week. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, it was really great. It was my first time walking the runway, guys. Yes, that's right. Some people believe in five foot two people, and those who don't, yep. fuck off. Yep. Um, it was great. Shout out to Vanity Dolls and uh, JMD Designs. They dressed me. Um, Nick Casey over there who produced. It was a really, really great event. It was so awesome to see so many different members of the LGBTQ community get out there and like strut their stuff. All different. Shapes, sizes, whatever. It was good. So that was that's that was my favorite thing this week. Awesome. Yeah. Well, congrats to your modeling career. Thanks, taking girl. Off. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Call me Vogue. Um, okay. So what'd you find is going on in the world this week? Oh my goodness. So I found this article. Yeah. And it is about this poor woman. Her name is Emily Chow. I believe her name was. Okay. Um, I could be messing that up. She's 24 years old, and she interviewed for a marketing company. Um, and this marketing company took the liberty of screenshotting a photo that was on her private Instagram page. Yeah, and then they put it on their story and putting out a whole PSA saying, if you wanna be a professional, don't have bikini model pictures on your in your Instagram and you know make sure it's right. private or something along those lines. I mean, it was it was fucked up. They put her on blast. It was so unprofessional of the company, first of Absolutely. all. Absolutely. You know, if even if that was the reason, I, I mean, especially for a company that is groundbreaking marketing, you know, right. is breaking the mold. Right. Um, I don't think that's appropriate. Right. Um, and then Emily had reached out to them. I think she put out a Twitter post and she got so much support. Uh, and then the CEO of this company ended up apologizing uh, to Emily, mm -hmm. obviously. Uh, her name was Sarah Christensen. Yeah, let's call her out, Sarah. Yeah. But I will say, I, I want to ask, what do you think? Because she did put out an apology, and it was very, it's not like an apology that most companies put out. It was very human. She said something along the lines of, okay, I, in a very human moment, um, you know, I made a mistake. I'm a good example of what not to do, you know, really honing in on the fact that she fucked okay. up. And she was, you know, being petty. I mean, that was just right. an awful thing to do as, uh, as a CEO and a professional, you know. 
Um, but it was a very it was a very good apology in comparison to what we've seen. Yeah. Well, I so, if you feel think? like I actually didn't read the apology. My bad. Yeah, yeah. But if um, if it was a very human and sincere apology, I do feel like okay, we can't keep people's feet on the fire forever. How else are we progressing as a society? Right. So I applaud her for apologizing. Right. What I thought was bizarre, and you kind of touched on it, the name of this marketing company is like Badass Marketing kick or Kick-Ass ass, kick mar ass Marketing. Kick-Ass Marketing. Kick okay, ass so Marketing Minds or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so you've got a swear word in your title, but yeah. yet you're holier than thou. Right. And in addition, I looked at the girl's photo. It wasn't like, you know, her ass cheeks were spread no, she was in the on middle vacation, of Playboy. Like, it literally was like a cute photo of her in a bikini in a pool. In like a Vegas pool. Like, right. You know? And what I would love to know is, and we don't know, I'm just being hypothetical here, have there been men that applied who had any pictures of them at the beach without their shirt on? That's a good question. And were they approved? So what's not okay? It's just not okay that she has a photo of her in a bathing suit. Women right. women or people are no longer allowed to put photos of themselves. Right. Like I said, it was not like this provocative, like, you know, those Instagram models who got their ass out there jiggling with their cash app handle. That's not right. what was exactly. happening. It was just me on vacation in a bikini. Right, exactly. Which, I mean, we've all been there, I would hope, right. you know? So, I mean, I do think it's a real thing, like, depending on what you're applying for, you should be aware that the company might check out what you got going on. Right. But also, if you're, if you're you know, plugging it's, yourself as kick-ass marketing, you're exactly. groundbreaking. They're groundbreaking. They're breaking the mold. They're, it seems like it's a very millennial-driven company, but they're still kind of stuck right. in that corporate, It's not like, like she's applying mindset. to be, like, the ambassador to Saudi Arabia, and if right. that was the case, I get it. Right, right. You know? Amen. You know? So, it's like, where do you... Yeah. I don't know how to feel I, about I feel that. like we don't know. Perhaps she's tardis, but she's woman. Maybe she wasn't. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But and it's crazy because it's a woman-owned company. You would think right. that she Why wouldn't would you Why? Exactly. another woman, but it's still happening. You know. And also, in addition, if if that's not the image you want your employees to have, right. you could have been like, your resume is fantastic. Um, do you mind either making your Instagram private or taking that photo down because we just want our employees to be presented in a certain way? Could we have not done that? I think that's perfectly appropriate. Yeah. And then she could have decided, oh, if she didn't want to, okay, then she just doesn't work for the company. Amen. Whew. I know. Okay. Okay. All right. So I oh, found nice. something this week that I thought was, like, very heartwarming. Talk to me. So I don't know if you, I mean, I think most of us were Sesame Street kids. Yes, definitely. I mean, everyone had a little Sesame Street in their life definitely. at some point, I feel. Um, and Sesame Street really, to their credit, has really progressed and changed and been, I mean they have yeah. been around so long and they yeah. are keeping up with it yeah. well they recently introduced a new um, I don't know is Muppet I think Muppet is the correct word a new Muppet uh, yes yes For Sesame Street I believe yeah it's, it's a new Muppet and it's a uh, the Muppet's a kid and um, the kid is named Carly and Carly is a kid Muppet who has a mom who is struggling with opioid addiction and in the show, Carly talks to a real human girl named Celia Woodbury, and Celia's parents are going through, um, they have an opioid dependence as well, and they're trying to get better with that. But these two talk about what it's like having parents who have an addiction and have a grown-up problem and yeah. how they feel like there's nobody for them. And I just think, Some heavy shit. you know, I really <laughs> applaud Sesame Street yeah. for kind of talking about that. And I guess the producers were saying, you know, there's about 5.7 million children under the age of 11 living in households with parents battling substance abuse. Wow. And if their parent's not around, there's a good chance they might be in front of the TV. Yeah. And I think that's great that they've got a program to watch that's kind of dealing with that. I think so, too. They can see someone that they can relate to, and I think that's so important to know yeah. that you're not alone. 
and I didn't even know that statistic. That is actually that's, that's very a, that's heartbreaking. A huge that's a statistic. huge statistic. Yeah. number. That's some countries. Like that's insane. Yeah. So I mean, a plus to Sesame Street for you know looking out for right. those. Right. You know that it's it's not. I would say a niche market, but it's not. It's no. it's. Uh, it it's seems like it's real a world. very necessary. Yeah. Right. It's a very necessary uh, character to portray. You know, yeah. To kids. Well, thanks, Sesame Street. Thanks, Sesame Street. Um, so, Sydney is finally here, guys. It is, it's been weeks. Weeks. He was supposed to come out three weeks ago. Things happened. But he is here. We're going to take a quick break, and he'll be back to give us some well-needed dating advice. Uh, hang tight, everyone. We'll see you in a Hi, guys. We're back. Sydney's with us. Hello. I made it. Yo, I made it. how you doing? I'm, I'm good. You good? I'm doing good. Yeah. Yeah? Uh -huh. Before we get into our, you know, terrible <laughs> love lives, um, how's your love life, friend? Oh, amazing. Amazing? Ama well, amazing? As we know, as we it, know. It, it's fall, which okay. is cuffing season. Cuffing season. Cuffing season. Listen, the rumor is, guys, Summer Bay is gone. This is the rumor on the street. I've had women ask me, can I get a piece of Sydney? And I was like, let me see. I heard Summer Boo's <laughs> out of here. <laughs> Uh, yes. Oh, oh, confirmation, folks, confirmation. Uh, I, we, uh, me and my girlfriend Girl, at the time, at we, the time? we, we broke up. Oh, okay. So, so he's um, on the market, guys. Yeah. Slide um, into the DMs. Yeah, slide into my DMs. He doesn't check Instagram often, <laughs> I don't though. check Instagram. He doesn't check Instagram often, though, yeah. so good luck. Yeah, but yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, so it's I'm, cuffing season. Yeah, it's cuffing season. So you out and on the market? You in there? You making it happen? Uh, you swiping right, swiping left? What's know, going on? You know, I think... Cuffing season, I'm literally, so cuffing season, obviously, you know, because it's fall. Fall. You, you fall into a uh -huh. loving partner's arms. Mm. So go ahead and make it happen. I think like a lot of Like with sweaters and fireplaces? Yeah, right. sweaters and fireplaces in L.A. No, no. <laughs> I know. You're gonna be real it's gonna warm. Drop by four degrees. So <laughs> You're gonna be real warm. Find someone to crawl under. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I've also noticed, like, I've been talking to a lot of friends. Yeah. A lot of people have been breaking up at the beginning of cuffing, cuffing season. season. And you know it makes sense because like when you know in the spring summer uh -huh. you're just you get rid of that you know yeah. one and you just you just go out and live your life right. you know what I'm saying I mean. you do your thing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but now like you know since you found that that summer bay you gotta it's time you gotta get rid of it it's and then you know you get get real serious you know mm -hmm. get a cup of hot cocoa and a fire and okay. a sweater okay and, you know. all right I love that. <laughs> Okay, so here's what we got on the table. Okay. We've got Halloween coming up, folks. Ooh. Halloween is around the corner. Yo. Which is also thotty season, so. I, this is where we're going. This is where it's, we're going. It's literally the thotty holiday. It okay, is. so yeah. let's discuss this. Let's yeah. First of all, I would like to say I am an advocate of women wearing whatever the fuck they want, whenever the fuck they want. Whether right? it is Halloween, Christmas. Do it. I don't care what you wear. If you want your ass out Do there, it. I support you. Get okay? your ass like, out there. Who are the there? people that are complaining about this? They're right? complaining. Okay, look, I complain, uh, and, 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 and I know Dave Chappelle has said this, but look, us. if you dressed up as a sexy cop and I have an emergency, like, I can get confused. I'm like, hey, mm. can you help me out? Mm. And then it's just like, well, I'm, I you know, just. Yeah, I just. <laughs> or not. You know, just, or, like, not. or not. Or not. Just because you're dressing sexy don't doesn't be confused mean, don't, with me. Listen, yeah. doesn't right. mean we're trying sexy to Sexy nurses, what if you need a prayer? The sexy nun shows up. It's like, yo, I'm thinking some bad thoughts right now. 
and you a sexy nun, can you help me? Can you pray for me? You so know this what is what I want to know. So let's say you're, you have a person in your life, mm -hmm. you're a thing, whatever you want to call them, and either they or you would like to dress sexy for Halloween. Are you someone that's like, go ahead, get it? Or are you the jealous type that's like, oh, man, she got her ass out and everybody looking at her. Get, He's got get, his titties out and everybody are looking at her. Get your ass out. You know what? I just think it's wonderful that there's in every profession yeah. of what they can make a, a Halloween costume. There's a sexy version. There's a there's sexy <laughs> version of everything. There's a sexy I've seen a sexy hazmat suit. Yo, uh, there's a sexy hazmat suit. Sexy about hazardous material. Do you know, last week, guys, you guys missed it. We touched on two big ones. White Claw has come out with a sexy outfit. White Claw, yes, the, the alcoholic seltzer. The yep. vacation dress. Also, also. 50-plus-year-old Mr. Rogers called your friendly neighbor. What? No way. Your friendly neighbor. Oh, my gosh. This is sexy Mr. Rogers? Yeah. I mean, he was pretty sexy. Come I on, mean, look at that, that red sweater. I mean, sweater. That, that red sweater. sweater. Cardigan. What? Yeah. So, what do you guys, how do you, I mean, I, here's the thing that I learned about me. I'm never yes. going to hang out with a man again who's going to be like, Oh, I don't think so. You are not dressing that way around any other man. I was like, no, 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 no. You need to be the kind of man that's like, mm -hmm. look at her ass. It's good. Yo, if yep. I have a problem mm -hmm. with your outfit and it's too sexy, I just won't go with you. I'm like, you do your sexy thing. Okay. And I'm just going to, because I don't want to be like, bro, why are you looking? No, this is, this is like, you know, I don't want to oh, feel insecure the whole time. So I'm just like, no, so you So have you ever felt like that before? Like, are you the kind where your chick was dressing all hot and you weren't loving that other people were looking at her? I don't think I've never been in that situation. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, maybe I have. I've been in a couple fights. Uh, it's like, dude, what you looking at? You want to go? Oh. Just, <laughs> Wait, did you say that? Yeah, yeah, I said that, and then he's, he's like, I was literally just looking at my fries. I'm like, yeah, those fries look good. Stop looking. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But my girl's uh, ass though. Uh, <laughs> my girl's uh, ass though. Did you see that? Did no, you see? no, I'm not. I'm I'm not the jealous type. Okay. Yeah. And like, honestly. Dudes, get over it. Like you cannot control a woman's body and what she shows and what she does with it. Like just let's stop it. You know what I'm saying? Like I think you should be much more proud that she's coming home yeah. with you at the end of the night. Yeah. You know? Thank she's you. like, yeah, she's out here, she's bad as fuck, and boom, she wants and, this ass. So Yeah, and literally that's had that has happened to me. It's just like, yeah, like literally been out with a girl, talking to other dudes, blah blah blah, all, all these dudes trying to flirt with her, and I'm just like, well, you know. That just makes me feel good. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And then you guys leave and you squeeze her butt and everyone's like, oh, yeah. it's like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Exactly. My folks are but not then that. I have been on a date where a woman left with another dude and that hurt. Wait, uh, what? <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, yes. we're going to have to. Okay. <laughs> so, yo, I went on a salsa date. This is some years ago. And we we're doing salsa. Well, okay. Here's the problem if you don't know how to salsa dance, don't, don't take a go date. Don't salsa date. On to salsa dance yeah. because like the guy that was dancing with my date he asked me he's like hey do you mind if i you salsa know dance? yeah oh and he and had like, like the hip moves i was just like okay that's cool yeah i'm like go ahead have fun and oh, you know no. they started doing bachata which is basically sex on my dance it's all hips oh, okay. it's all hips into someone else's hips it's <laughs> woo. it was hard to watch he was looking like this is hot as like, fuck i was like yeah you get wait. it wait a minute <laughs> Wait, I want to do that. Okay, how long have you been, had you been like hanging out with this person? Uh, uh it was like second day. Okay. Yeah. So, right. yeah. Um, so then, like, what? How did she end up? Like, the night came to a close, and she this, was like, "I'll see you later," or what? This is so embarrassing. We, I mean, All right, so up, like, so. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. picked her up. We drove to the salsa place. Okay. Um, 
after the date, I dropped her off with this new dude because they didn't he didn't have a car. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, dude, this is so embarrassing. Like it was so like it's literally. You Ubered your date. I, I Ubered my date. <laughs> I did. I did. Look, I'm not proud of it. Look, the reason why I'm the relationship expert because I've been on a lot of different dates. This one is not one of the best. Um, so what it yeah, takes to like be literally, you just gotta fuck up a few times. Yeah, you know, right? You mess up a couple times, Damn. and you're just like, yo. And now I know. Right. Learn how to salsa dance, you, or learn how to cry at the end of the night. You know, like, <laughs> I'm literally just like waving by. It's like, have fun. Don't do anything I wanted Don't to do. do. <laughs> Did yeah. you like text her the next day? No, no, that was it. That was that was. That was, done. That was it. I remember Lily was her is her name. Oh, I love that you Lily. call her out, I, Lily. 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 Okay, did you have a dating question for our friend before we? Oh yeah. So, to to those of us who are in long distance relationships, oh. what is your take on long distance? Don't do them. Don't don't do don't don't do them. Have Not you the ever have you ever done one? Personally, no, okay. I have not. I um, I don't think I would. Yeah. I do know I've had friends that have been in long-distance relationships, and they don't seem to work. I don't, yeah, I don't think I could either, to be so, honest. So, here's yeah. the thing about long-distance relationships. They're long-distance. That's <laughs> what the relationship is based off of, the distance. So, once you shorten that distance in right. the relationship, right. it might be different. Yeah. You know, so you can have a successful long distance relationship, but like once you guys get in the same area, Is the it same city, be... it might change. Now, mm -hmm. I say that because my last relationship was a long distance relationship. It was? Yeah. With the girl that the, the just got kicked to the curb? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was a long distance relationship, and she ended up moving here. For you? Um, no, for a job. All right. I'll say the pressure. Yeah, that yeah. is. It, so, and that was a lot of pressure on me, but like, as a, a woke man, I was like, yo, I'm going to support you in this job. Okay. And then we're going to go ahead and work on our relationship. Okay. And, you know, we even talked about the different pressures, the issues, especially me. I'm just like, yo, like, you're moving to the city. You don't have, like, a friend group. Right. It's just a lot of pressure yeah. as being a friend in that relationship versus just a yeah. boyfriend. Yeah. Um, and things just kept on, you know crashing into each other mm. to one point I was just like, yo, this is it's not working. Wow. So do you yeah. think you guys would have worked if it would have stayed long distance? Probably. Whoa. But then like that's the problem with long distance relationships. Like they're long distance. That's right. that's the basis of that, that foundation of right. the relationship. So you know? to bring up another question based on what you said, how, so how important do you think it is for the partners to have their own lives independent of each other? It's very important. So and I think important. One of the things in my last relationship that we're trying to figure out is how to do that. You yeah. know, the how to, you know, make sure I give her space and give her her own community mm -hmm. or to build her own community out here. Mm -hmm. And then also, like, have my own so that way we're not always clashing. Right. You know. Okay, guys, this is some food for thought. Yeah. Um, are you with us next month? Yes, you are. We'll have you. Yes, November. Yes. So we'll actually see you in like two weeks yeah. since all the schedule got, you know, shifted yeah. around. I, I, I will be here. Oh, my God. We'll be in yeah. the month of Thanksgiving. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, whole new things to discuss. Oh, whole new there's, things. there's so many things can, to uh, be. Find, follow, support. You got a show coming up. You want to tell people? Yeah, uh, for my Midwest crowd, I'll be in Chicago next okay. week. Okay. Uh, at Zanies, okay. um, you can always check me out on the internets, oh. thatguysydney.com, and you can follow me on Instagram, thatguysydney.com. There you go, world. Um, Hang tight. We'll be right back with our guest of the hour, Gabrielle Stone. We're excited, and we'll see you guys in a jiff. Hi, guys. We're back. Gabrielle is with us. Welcome to the show. Thank hey, you. Gabby. Happy to be here. Yeah. Do you go by Gabby, Gabrielle? What do we I call don't. You? I go by Gabrielle, but people chop my name all the time, so okay. I'm used to it. Okay. All right. All right. It's okay, girl. Well, we'll keep it at Gabrielle. So you are an actress. Yes. You're an author, and you're one of my favorite types of people. When Aww. shit needs to get done, you have to get it done. So yeah. you write, you direct, you got to do whatever you got to do to get done. I what do. You do. I do. I do it all. Which is amazing. Thank you're you. You're a woman after my own heart. <laughs> so before we jump to the acting, because there is a lot to discuss yes. there. Um, okay, guys. I don't know if you've heard about this book, Eat, Pray, Fuck My Life. All right. But everybody's talking about it. Everybody's excited about it, and. So I don't want to tell your story. You tell your story. Okay. I know the synopsis is in there, but just in case someone is first meeting sure. you, tell what the fuck happened. Yeah. Okay. So 2017, I was married for almost two years and found out my husband was having an affair with a 19-year-old for six months. Which? Yes, I know. I know. With yes. Um, filed for divorce. Left. Shortly after that, I met a man, as we do, and fell madly in love with each other. Had a whirlwind romance. You know, meet my family, have my babies, all that fairy tale oh, bullshit. And convinced me to go on a month-long trip to Italy with him. Romantic pasta. Pasta, sex, Italy, wine. Yes, like after my own heart. Um, And 48 hours before we were getting on a plane, he told me he needed to go by himself. And I was absolutely devastated. Broke my heart like my ex-husband never could have done. And I was sitting there in shambles on my bed in tears and was like, well, I can either stay at home and be heartbroken or I can go travel Europe for a month by myself. So I took a backpack and did seven countries over the span of a month by myself and wrote a book about it. (laughs) Now, a couple random questions here for you. Were you concerned, one, that you would see him on the airport since you guys had originally had the oh, same flight? girl, we flew next to each other to London. <laughs> is that not weird as hell? <laughs> that is so weird. See him at the airport. He took oh, the man. picture of me, like, when I announced my divorce with my backpack on at the airport. Oh, yeah. So what was that conversation like on the airplane over? You know, and everybody is always like, what? And so shocked by this. But it was weirdly normal. We had such a soul connection that... The only thing that had changed was that we weren't kissing and holding hands. I mean, I was heartbroken, but it was still like we were laughing and talking about really deep stuff, and it was still very connected. Um, So we flew to London together, which is like a 10-hour plane ride. Um, Right. And then I was going to stay in London to start my trip, and he was going to go on to Rome like our tickets were originally booked for. Mm -hmm. So he walked me to, like, where the exit of, you know, the terminal was, and we hugged and said goodbye and kind of knew that we were both going on this soul-searching journey. And so, yeah. (laughs) So have you spoken to him since this has all occurred? Yeah, I mean, the whole book is a roller coaster of, like, am I going to go see him? Am I not going to go see him? Are we going to get back together? Are we not going to get back together? Is this Javier? Yes, this is Javier. Um, what a player name, too. Javier. Yeah. Well, it's a name. Let me be clear. It's a name I gave him. It's not his name in oh, real life. Okay, okay. I, I changed okay, everyone's okay, names okay, in the book for, like, okay. protection. No, right. But he, he's very Latin. And he's very, it's, 
that when I was coming up with names, I was like, that's the one. Has he apologized profusely? Profusely. Um, we, we are now able to be friends. We have a really um, incredible relationship at, at this time. Um, it's very he, mature. Yeah. yeah. He, I mean, girl, it took you know, like a year oh, and a wow. half for okay. us to get there. Because there's so many um, involved. Yeah, and it, it, was, it was really, really deep. And um, But yeah, he's so supportive of the book. Him and his family all signed releases for me, and he's been, like, really amazing in that sense because I don't think I could have put it out in good conscience without having that from him. So. And now that there's obviously been time and distance, do you feel like, okay... I can see that it's good that he and I are not. In oh, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. I think we're always gonna have that intense soul connection okay. that we have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's definitely not the type of person that I could end up with long term okay. that I just know I deserve and want. Right. And he knows that too. <laughs> like we've right. had many conversations about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I love this. Um, Okay, so I haven't read the whole book, but I was reading your chapters that you have online. Okay. So I just had a couple little things I wanted yeah, to touch yeah. on. Okay, great. So I thought you brought up a really great point that we kind of actually were talking about with Halloween costumes. You yes. have your chapter on judgment. Yes. And in it, you're talking about, you know, you'd had like, I think maybe it's a one night stand with a guy, welcome yep. to this beautiful villa, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Spoiler alert. And, oh, sorry, guys. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, no, no. I have no shame. Come on. You know it was going to happen. It was Europe. It was going to happen. Like, come on. And you kind of talk about how um, at first you're looking at yourself in this like judgment way about banging this dude, but then you're talking about, no, you know, women, especially myself, why would I need to judge myself for choosing to have a one night stand? And I think this judgment, at least for me, runs so deep that I like I couldn't even let myself have a one night stand if I wanted to right. because I think the label of slut and whore comes into mind. And I don't even think that should be part of the like if you want to have a one night stand, have a fucking one night stand. I don't give a fuck. Absolutely. But it's ingrained in us. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I think that you know, when my mom first read the book, she was like, are you sure you want to put all of this in here? Or do you want to change your name maybe? And it was so important to me to, to everything in the book is 100% true. I didn't fabricate anything. Unfortunately, my life doesn't need any extra trauma. <laughs> um, and it's so important to, to put that authentic realness out right. there because we're women. We have sex. We're allowed to. Exactly. And we're allowed to like it. Right. Um, yep. There were times where I, I made decisions in that sexual um, area that didn't help me on that yeah. trip. Yeah. And there were other times that I chose to do something and it made me feel really empowered and I ended up learning something about myself. Right. And so in that, in that chapter that you're referring to, it was like, well, why am I going to sit here and judge myself if I'm doing things that are making me grow and learn about myself and moving me forward in this process? Like, everyone else is going to judge me enough for that. Why am I going to sabotage right. myself in that way? Absolutely, mm -hmm. sister. Yeah. Okay, then also when you're talking about the fuck your emotions chapter. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> you're talking about, and I was thinking this as I was kind of researching you, and it's obviously a big thing of your book, love yourself. Everybody talks about it, love yourself. We all know we're supposed to love ourselves. That's yeah. the most important thing. How can you love someone else if you don't love yourself? Yep. We all fucking know. <laughs> but... There's one thing to knowing that and to actually learning, like, well, what, is that, how, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, what are the steps? How yep. do I know how to actually love myself? Does yeah. that just mean, you know, I'm really comfortable with myself and the choices I make? Like, what is loving yourself? Absolutely. So what do you, what, how do you feel about that? So that was my biggest thing I was searching for this entire trip. I knew I needed to go find that, and it was at the root of all of my shit that I needed to work yeah. on. Yeah. Um, and you're so right. Everyone's always preaching that to you. And I was standing there going, okay, 
I'm ready. Can anyone tell me how to do this? And nobody could give me a clear answer on like, this is what you need to do to love yourself. So I came up with this thing. It's in the epilogue because I actually didn't find it on the trip. It it came later in my healing journey. And it's called the self-love cocktail because obviously like... Hello. Equate it to yeah. liquor. Um, <laughs> and you sit down and write out all the things that you can give yourself that make your soul happy. Mm. So for me, that was going to the gym, eating well, meditating, creating, dancing, salsa dancing. Um, and you write your list and you commit to giving yourself things on that list every single day. So at the beginning, it'll be more of a stiffer cocktail, like a vodka martini, and you'll only be able to give yourself the gym and healthy eating, but you commit to doing that. Right. Then later on, you can spruce it up and make it like more fun cocktail and with like a splash of creating and poured over dancing. And you wake up a month later and you're like, oh, I'm feeling so much better. And it's because you're loving yourself. Right. And it's, it was such a simple concept when it, it finally hit me like this big aha moment that to love yourself, you just need to give yourself the things that you love. I love that. And people think it's standing in the mirror and being like, I love you, Gabrielle. And right. Then people I, do think I'm that. Standing there, I'm that standing there going, I'm talking to myself in a fucking mirror. I sound ridiculous. Um, but when you're in a relationship, you're doing things to, for that person right. that make them feel loved, that make them feel happy, that you know that you know gives them joy. You're loving that person. So why, when we're trying to love ourselves, would we not do the same right, thing? Right, right. Yeah. So feed your soul, in other yeah. words. What Self-love makes your cocktails. soul happy, feed your soul. Yep, absolutely. I love that. Masking it for the alcoholics. Right. <laughs> and listen, if you don't I mean, we might as well make it fun. Self-love seltzer well. or something like if really, you don't drink. Like, really, you know, right? you know we can, we self-love can, green juice. We can fine, figure whatever, it out. You can pull your veggies Exactly, exactly. Um, okay, so I was looking at your acting career, which you've had a long acting career, yeah. and, and you've been around the industry a long time. Both your parents are artists, your stepfather's an artist, you've been in it a minute. Yes. So um, you did a short film that you wrote and produced and acted in. Yes. And it was called It Happened Again Last Night. Yeah. So it looks like, most likely, it's about domestic abuse, from it what is. I can take away from it. Yeah. And that is a really hard subject, and I'm just wondering why did you dive into that if you don't mind me asking. No, not at all. So luckily I, this wasn't a personal experience that I pulled from, um, but I do know a lot of people that have been involved in the situation and the script initially kind of just flowed out of me and um, we then ended up sitting down with a lot of survivors of domestic abuse and really making sure it was done in an authentic way. It was the first time I ever jumped behind the camera. It was my directorial debut and I was acting in it. So it's about a woman who is in an abusive relationship with a man and has fallen in love with her best friend who's a female. Mm -hmm. So it's also got a lot of LGBTQ themes, which it's it's just ended up being a really powerful film and we took it to festivals. It ended up winning a bunch of awards and it's on Vimeo. If anyone wants to watch it, you can literally go check it out right now. But um, we wanted to do something that that shined a light on a really dark subject that doesn't get enough um, right. attention in the yeah, media um, to like do it justice the right way. Right. Um, so that was our, our goal with it. Yeah. Well, congratulations on like tackling a tough subject like that. Thank mm-hmm. you. Okay. So I love people who do horror films. Oh, well, God. I really well, want to talk hi. about it. Well, here's why. I 
many horror films personally. Okay. Because I will for 100% dream about it. <laughs> like, I can't do Hollywood Horror Nights. Yep. If I get up in the middle of the night to pee, oh, that guy's in my bathroom. Oh, you're one of those. Right, right, like, right. Exactly. You start, I start, are you like I girl? have the work. My imagination is so nuts. I don't watch horror films at all. No, my no. yeah. I mean, I was, I started to watch it, and I was like, this is funny, because I'm not afraid of clowns, but like, more okay. of like the sinister, like, yeah. Yeah. you know, things in the dark popping up, dolls coming to life. I used to throw those dolls in the closet, because I couldn't, I <laughs> right. could not be around them. Right. I love it. Terrifies me to yeah. all hell. I cannot, I, imagination's too crazy. I start seeing them at night. You know what, I, so. I am this, like, last night I had a nightmare. I hadn't had one in a while, and I try to control them. Like, I'm aware that I'm dreaming. Right. Yeah. And this guy was, like, chasing me and trying to kill me, and I was trying to control, like, where he was stabbing me so I wouldn't die. Oh my god. Yeah, and I was I'd trying be like, to like bitch, wake up. I was wake trying up. To, like, yeah, I was trying to like, control the dream to get him away from me and then finally I was like, I just gotta wake myself up. Yeah. And I woke myself up. But even oh when I went gosh. to sleep, I was like, he's not in the room, nobody's in the room. You're yeah. Okay, you're okay. But that is how my yeah. brain is too. Yeah. I just I I have it to off the rails. Yeah. But I'm fascinated by those who do horror, and I've wondered, because I'm an actress as well, okay. if I did a horror film, maybe I would, you know, look at it differently. Right. Mm. But the horror community is such a fun community to it's me because so they are fun. so fucking loyal. They're mm. the horror fans are the best fans out yeah. there. I mean, unreal, like die hard yeah. and just so great. And it, it's so funny because they're always so genuine and sweet. They are. And they're like, we love the blood and the guts, and the, but they are so and like teddy bears. It's amazing. Yeah. And stuff. I mean, it's they're really great. great. They're a great community. <laughs> so do you kind of feel like now that you've I mean you've done quite a few horror yeah. horror pieces. Are you kind of sticking to horror because that community is so, you know, no, supportive? Or? Not at all. I okay. mean I will I will never say I won't do horror. Right, right. Um, it's really for me personally, it just depends on the material. I read a lot of shitty horror that I turn down. Um, so thing. for me, it has to be like, there has to be a good plot, there has to be character development. I have to care about the people that are inevitably right. going to die. Right. Um, right. Otherwise, why am I just watching them get hacked to bits? Um, so, no, I mean, I'll definitely, I'm open to continuing to do horror yeah. films. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, just yeah. has to be the right project. Right. I got you. I got yeah. you. Uh, so, um, Guys, if you don't follow Gabrielle on social media, please do so. And what I love about your social media, well, it's very positive and uplifting. Oh, thanks. But you also respond to so many people I who do. comment. And I, I think do. that's wonderful that you're very accessible. I do. I, um, I try and respond to everybody that reaches out to me about the book. I get messages from women and men, actually, but a lot of women all over the world every day. Um, that's been really incredible for me to see how my shit show and um, hardships and story has resonated with so many different right. people and helped people like right. get out of bad situations or learn how to heal themselves and it's been a really rewarding process um, so I love to to hear what people say and to interact with them and stuff when you completed this baby did you foresee it you know touching all these people's lives as it is now you know I mean this in the most humble way possible, but I did. Like okay, I, I, love I, that. I knew, Good for you, girl. I knew when I was writing it that this was what I was supposed to be doing. Yeah. Like in my life, like yeah. I, I had never been on a film set and been like, this is gonna be like a really big contribution that I give to society. <laughs> right, right. Um, but this, I knew that it was gonna help a lot of people yeah. heal. Okay. Um, but it's still incredible to see it. It's only been out for three and a half months, so it's still incredible to see it. Yeah. You know, taking shape in that way. And listen, guys, if you got a plane ride coming up, you got some extra time on your hands, you like to read before bed, how can people get themselves a copy of it? So Eat, Pray, FML is exclusively on Amazon. It's in paperback and ebook, and uh, it's online at Eat, Pray, FML. I'm at Gabrielle Stone, so if you guys get it and you're reading, shoot me some messages or a picture. I love to repost stuff, and I hope you enjoy it.
Yay, guys, um, you've been delightful to have on. Thank, Thank you, you so much for coming. You're welcome back anytime. Thank you even you. got like Thanks a horror, whatever you got in the works, girl, come on for both. All right, girl. Um, everyone <laughs> hang tight. Sam Stacy is going to come on. We haven't seen him in a minute. He's going to play live, and we'll be right back, guys. Bye. See you soon. Hi, guys, we're back. Sam Stacy, where have you been? I've been driving in traffic. Oh, it's my been God. Long fun. <laughs> We haven't seen you like once oh, yeah. been like over oh. a year, definitely over a year. Yeah, it was last Maybe year. Maybe even more. I don't even know. I, a year. It's definitely. been a minute. Okay, well, welcome back. Thank it's you. Nice to see your last face. time I was here, I was living a lot. I was living like a few blocks away from here. And Where are you living, living now? Up in Tarzana. So Tarzana. A miles away. Yes. Ooh, how's Tarzana? It's nice because it's quiet and yep, that's that. cool. And I have a house as opposed to like the same oh, I would get for like a same. studio here. Oh, did you but buy a house? No, I rent a house. Oh, I was like, oh shit, grown up moves. No, chill, chill, chill. Okay, well, good for you. So it took you a minute to get here today. I did. Well, thank you for coming. I thank appreciate you. your time. So you've been traveling in general, right? I've been doing a lot of traveling. Just like mostly this summer, I went to Chicago yeah, a bunch us. of times you to play. You went everywhere. Um, you went I to mean, Mammoth? Mammoth likes to do a songwriting retreat with yeah. my, some of my friends. Uh, just did some songwriting up there and hung out and sat in hot springs and stuff. Okay, so I constantly um, lose myself in the fantasy of having a new life and quitting okay. the entertainment industry yes. and like <laughs> moving to the south of France or some shit. Okay. Somewhere with a lake. I need a lake. Okay. Um, so how was your little Instagram hiatus while you were traveling? Was, like, was it good for your brain? Did you notice anything I didn't think different? About it. Did you? I didn't think about it. It just wasn't. I just like checked it less and didn't feel the need to post. Yeah. Yeah. And do you felt? Did you feel like you as a person was that better for your mentality or was um, it something you? Honestly, I'm not like. I don't feel like I'm that involved in Instagram okay. anyway. Okay. So like, I, I'm there and I post, but like, I'm not like. But you don't give a shit. I. I mean, he posts because he needs to, and people want to hear his music. Well, it's so. like it's a part of doing the music thing. It is. Like, yeah. you, it's it networking. Is. That's what That's like. Absolutely. No people... one does business cards. They say, "Here's my Instagram." Yep. And it's like, yeah, um, if you're booking a show, people will check out your Instagram to see if like you should if be. If they like for, you. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Guys, there's like a party right now. Wow. Gross. I just think it's interesting it's like when that. motorcycles have the loudest fucking music. That is fun. It is fun. That, why? Like headphones might be a thing, but I think they they want. They want to. They want to share yeah. their music with the world. Yeah. It is a good song, by the way. Sorry, it is. Guys. It's a good song. So <laughs> I can't I mean, it's a great it. song. I'm not mad at it. But okay, okay. And the motorcycle. And wow. Then there's that. <laughs> the good section. <laughs> okay, so you have a show coming up this month. Um, I yes, I have two October singles. October 26. Yeah, do you have a show? Yeah? I do, but I have two singles coming out okay, this month, which nice. I'm more, like, okay, excited about. about. All right, well, tell us about those. Um, two singles. One has been a song that's been on my back burner for, like, six years. Oh, damn. And I wrote it on piano and then translated to guitar. Like, the same similar feelings of the song came up again. I'm like, why not record this? Right. So I recorded it uh, with my friend Andy doing some production. And then I have another song coming out with Hannah Lee we co-wrote together mm -hmm. that's, like, a duet basically the whole time and it's kind of fun that's really fun yeah um so if people are excited about your music and they love your music these are spotify itunes where can they grab these all those spotify Always. i don't have a hard release date but probably first week in november for one of them yeah and then a week or two later for the next one and all my music artist friends tell me to listen on spotify because that's how they get paid 
It is weird. I mean, you're not really, it doesn't really matter. But okay. if you had like a million people listen to you on Spotify versus a million people listen to you on YouTube, Spotify yeah. would be better. Spot okay, <laughs> so go to Spotify, I think, maybe. And then, but tell us about your show in case people want to see you live, right? Hotel uh, Indigo? The Honestly, I have a lot of shows. With the uh, 10, on the 26th, Hotel Indigo. Oh, Hotel Indigo. So that's really, I've been doing a lot of gigs as mm -hmm, well. Mm -hmm. So like Hotel Indigo, I'm just going and playing with my friend Dan Robinson. Okay. So we're just, we're playing a, few, a couple okay. hour set. Love that. Lots of gigs. Okay, fantastic. But I think for the single release, I'll put together a few show shows that are like Hotel Cafe, yeah. kind of yeah. sit down, 30-minute singer-songwriter right. set. Right, thing. right, right. And I love that singer-songwriter stuff. Yeah. And if people want to know about your shows, is Instagram the best place to go to, yeah. to get those? Yeah, I post on my bio usually. Okay. Okay. All right. And if you do follow on Instagram, you're pretty good at posting little music snippets on a regular basis. So I try. it's new content, people get in there, they can hear something new all the time. I try and do that. Also, we have a mutual friend, uh, Bradford Hunter Bradford Ray. Bradford Hunter Ray, yeah. And I met him not even anywhere to do with the music industry. Yeah. He, he was dating this chick. As he years does. As he ago. does. And <laughs> she came on this show that I co hosted with the guy who was psycho, and she brought him, and she was like, at the time, this is my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I actually met him. And then I'm like, oh my God, he knows Sam. So I oh, actually cool. reached out to him to come on if he wants to come on in November. So yeah, we'll see, we'll I see. met him at a place called the LP House in Studio yeah. City, which was like a songwriter community, producer community thing at this okay. awesome mansion in Studio that City. That sounds fantastic. And they yes. threw parties, and I met him at a party. Love that. Yeah, and he helps you shoot some of your shit, right? He guys yeah, kinda... he's a photographer and yeah. like, does a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so is there anything that you want to tell us about this song? Um, which song should I play first? Let's Whatever see. Whatever you want. I'll do the one that doesn't require another person to sing with me. I think this that is this is the amazing. single single that's coming out next month that is not on an acoustic guitar, but here I have an acoustic guitar. So here okay, we well, lucky us. Then. It's um about not knowing when a relationship is over. Oh, been there, done that. Was that the last of it? Is it all through? See, I can't help but want another day of you. Is that the most I'll get? You've been thinking it too. We've stopped all the nibbling, afraid to bite off more than Going nowhere, nowhere, I see it, but still I don't care at all, cause it's been a while since I felt anything, a while since I felt anything, a while since I felt anything. At all. You just want convenience, except when you don't. I ask you to say what you need. I don't know why you won't. You just want commitment. Feeling alone, but not all the time, that's too much. 
style uh-huh. so like it's a little more R&B based uh, instead of acoustic guitar we have an electric guitar with some effects and then synth bass and oh, that's fun cool. stuff in the production so guys if that sounds fun and exciting and interesting you probably should go see <laughs> him in concert um, so tell people where they can find follow support you what's your social media uh, Instagram is the easiest place that's at Sam Stacy right it's easy S-A-M-S-T-A-C-Y by the way was that a hard name to finagle were there a lot of Sam Stacy's people out there Oh, it's a story. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. I thought I thought somebody else had the name for a long time. I had at Sam F. Stacy. See, that's what I thought initial. you were for a long time. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's what it was. Okay. And I was like, who has the same Stacy? It was an inactive account. And I'm, so I, I messaged up. them and I'm like, hey, uh, like, I hope maybe they got an email or something associated. Like, hey, I see you're not using this account. Can I use the name? And then I thought, I wonder if I made this account a long time ago. <laughs> And it turns out when I made a Facebook a long time ago, it made an Instagram with the Facebook oh. of slash Sam Stacy because that's what my Facebook was. And so I was like, I, I tried to log into the account. And I used a bunch of old passwords. The first old password I tried, I logged into the account, and I was like, so I changed the, that account name and then moved my other account name to that. That is hilarious. So, Facebook <laughs> just made you another account? That's what I think. I don't, that I'm not, is so true. It creepy. made me an Instagram because it, when it got when they bundled merged, up with... Yeah, technology is creepy. That's funny. You're messaging and you're like, wait, this might be me. <laughs> and then like, you check your inbox and you're like, oh, shit. That's <laughs> my favorite like a message would have put Sam, that's Stacey's messaging you. would be like, yeah. fuck. That yeah. is oh, oh. such a struggle that we all face. Now. But I got it. Yeah. I got it. It's mine now. Nice. Congrats. Oh, it's well, a win. I so appreciate you coming back. You've Thank been amazing. You. Guys, please find, follow, and support this man. Um, this has been another week of Females Unfiltered. There's no show the next two weeks. I no. guess I'm going to India. My sister's getting married. Yeah. I got to be there. I've been. That's fair. I got to be there. It's a thing. It's yeah. a whole thing. Um, <laughs> so we'll see you guys in two weeks. Thank you, of course, to Mixology for letting us be here. To Spa Girls Cocktail for uh, giving us some drinks. Yes. Nice. And I have a couple shows coming up. Please, okay. please. Yeah, I have a show at the Comedy Store on the 21st, as well as at Flappers Comedy on November 4th. So, in those two weeks. Come by. Links in my description at Chapiana on Instagram. Yes, nice. support your girl, man. She'll make you laugh. Uh, and we'll see you guys in two weeks. Take care, everybody. Thank Thanks. you, guys.
Yay! Awesome.